Yo, 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 JC in the house. Let's introduce my boys. Check it. The Ghost Adventures crew, led by Honky Zack Bacon. Then there's Aaron Goody, Hilarious and Raven. Billy Tally is fierce. Jay a little cutie. Stick him in a crawl space to catch some ghost booty. I miss him, Nick Groff, part of the OG crew, but he ghosted on the bunch. Let's start him something new. So tuck yourself in for a spooky little pod. I'm your host, Lynn, to give my boys a nod. Pump up the spirit box. Obviously. Hello, hello, and welcome everybody to I Love Ghost Adventures, the podcast. I am your host, Lynn, and this is episode 36 of the I Love Ghost Adventures podcast, which is a podcast where I talk about how much I love the show, Ghost Adventures, which is an awesome paranormal investigation show on the Travel Channel. So check it out if you haven't already. Okay, so this episode of I Love Ghost Adventures talks about the latest Ghost Adventures, which is another screaming room. Once again, a screaming Zoom because they're doing their social distancing over the web. So it's like they're on Zoom. This episode talks about their episode where they go to the San Haven Sanatorium in North Dakota. So this screaming room is called Sanatorium on Sacred Grounds, because apparently this sanatorium is on Chippewa or Ojibwa land in North Dakota. It was opened in 1912. There was a 17-year-old boy who was doing some paranormal investigating on his own, and he fell down a an elevator shaft. I think that was in 2001 or something. So that's some tragedy. This sanatorium was a tuberculosis sanatorium. So this building has seen a lot of suffering and death. And they talk about tuberculosis being called white death. So they start um, with an interview of this Ojibwa Indian woman who not only is a local Native American who lives on the land, but also worked in the sanatorium back in like 1967. And she was a patient at said sanatorium. So she survived tuberculosis, which is pretty amazing. So in the screaming room, they talk about how this building has just seen a lot of pain and death and that there are spirits probably roaming these halls who never wanted to die. You know, they were there, they got really sick really fast and then suffered and died which is pretty tragic. He was talking to this woman. He was interviewing this uh, Chippewa woman. And she was talking about how when you're there, you can totally just feel all the spirits all around you. And he's and Zach is like, well, how do you feel these spirits? And she says, well, you can feel them just standing there watching you. Like they're just all around, you know, watching you. In the screaming room, Jay starts talking about how this tuberculosis, you know, was a pandemic, kind of like what we're seeing now in, you know, with COVID and quarantining and everything like that. And he said that, you know, this was a terrible pandemic and you could tell all the spiritual energy that gets built up between with all this anxiety and everything. And he said, like, that's what we were feeling during the quarantining episodes that we did. It was like this pandemic was happening then. And Billy's like, well, It's still going on today because tuberculosis is still killing thousands of people a year. Pretty tragic. In the episode, there were some eyewitnesses, these two dudes, and they talk about how when they were there one night, they got in their car 
and they turned on the headlights and they saw the devil standing right in front of their car. And this other woman who had investigated this air, this building also said she got scratched right across her neck, like her neck chest area. Three scratches. We know what three means, right? Right. So Zach asked, you know, have there been satanic rituals going on there? And the woman's like, yeah, totally. And Zach asked the guy who was with the woman who got scratched. He said, did you see changes in her after she had, he got scratched? She got scratched. And he said, yes. And they was like, do you think that whatever might've been conjured up in these rituals was the one that came forward and scratched her? And he was like, totally. So Zach is like about to drive away and the woman is still outside and she suddenly gives Zach an ax. It's like a little hatchet that she found on the ground. And Zach is, gets out of the car. He's like, what the heck is this? And she's like, I just found this. thought you might want to see it. And Zach is like, I shouldn't even be touching this. He's like holding it, you know. He's like, I shouldn't even be touching this because, you know, the priest has said that people use these objects in devil-worshipping rituals and then they leave them for others to find, you know, and then, you know, they get infused with this evil, right? So in the screaming room, Zach says, you don't want to touch these objects because they could be infused with the dark intent of these rituals. And so then, you know, like I said, this, this dark intent from these rituals will now be infused in you and could affect you negatively. In the episode, Zach and these folks went inside. The woman says when she was inside, she felt panic when she was in the building and she had to leave. And Zach points out that Aaron was also breathing super hard. Like he was kind of panicking. He was breathing really, really hard. He was wearing his respirator and he's breathing so hard that they had to stop the interview because the sound was disrupting the interview. And in the screaming room, Aaron is like, it's like that feeling where sometimes you feel like you just can't breathe and it's like taking your energy and it's also shocking your aura. He's like, I felt like, you know, I could pass out, which is super dangerous, obvi. So yeah, she was feeling panic. Aaron had been feeling panic. Lots of panic being felt. In the episode, Zach has this like amazing urge to just throw the axe back inside the building. He's like standing there. He's like, is this your axe? Is this from one of your rituals? You know, whatever. And he chucks it into the building. In the screaming room, Zach says that he felt like that axe should not be laying out there in nature, like it was something evil and it should just not be in nature. In the episode, they're standing outside like this, the largest building and they keep hearing these loud noises inside the building. And Zach tells Jay, Zach tells Jay that he's, He's been doing such a great job and, he, you know, he, he's doing such a good job that he's going to do Jay a favor and send him alone into these tunnels. And Jay's like, oh, great. Fantastic. He's like, you know, I don't get the day off. He's like, no, no, I'm going to send you alone into these tunnels. And, you know, there are stories that there are mountain lions in these tunnels. So good luck. In the screaming room, Jay is like, you literally fed me to the lions by sending me down into the tunnels. And Jay points out that these tunnels were where the dead bodies were rolled through under the buildings. And he said, 
you could feel the energy, the flow of these bodies going through these tunnels. And then Zach in the screaming room gives a public service announcement to any of the young paranormal investigators out there, or not young, just kind of reckless or dumb. He says, don't break into these buildings because these buildings are very, very dangerous. Things crumbling everywhere. And the 17-year-old who fell down this elevator shaft is like, you know, and died is an example of why you don't break into these old abandoned buildings because they're very, very dangerous. And he's like, just don't do it. Stay in school. Don't do drugs. No, he didn't say that. All right. So in the episode, Jay is inside the tunnel and it's like collapsing all around him. Like the, the ceiling's collapsing. The walls are like, Ugh. the the floor is like buckling and cracked underneath him. It's very, very scary and a very dangerous place to be. And then in the episode, they meet this guy named Willie and there is legend that there is a baby graveyard on the property. And they're like, okay, we're going to go to this baby graveyard. And all of a sudden, the skies open up and they get hit with a sudden snowstorm. It's like, it's real dark and snow, 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 snow. And then Zach is like, goes to this guy, Willie. He's like, hey, why don't we catch snowflakes on our tongues? And they're like standing there catching snowflakes on their tongues. And there's like this gentle music playing in the background, which is kind of like a lighthearted, fun moment. And uh, Zach says he just he was wanting to you know bond with this guy, which I think he obviously does because Zach then wants to get into the warm SUV to get to the baby graveyard, but this guy's like, hey Zach, why don't you ride with me? So Willie really wants Zach to ride with him in his like he's got this little like go kart buggy type thing that's totally open and exposed to the elements, you know. So there's no heat, there's no you know it's not comfortable. So they're driving to this baby graveyard. Zach's in this little buggy with this guy, you know, because he's just nice. He can't say no. So they play like a contrast, like classical music with the three guys in the big SUV with the heat going like doo -doo 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 -doo. and then they show like Zach in the buggy and he's like, it's so cold. It's so cold. And then they play the classical music and show the guys in the SUV. And then Zach is like, oh my God, it's so cold. So then they get to the graveyard and there are holes all over the place. And Zach is like, what are they all these holes for? And the guy says that this is where they dug up the babies. What? Why would people do that? I don't know, but it sounds horrible and disgraceful. And there's probably tons of spirits of babies running around or something because it's terrible. In the screaming room, they talk about how there were also like mass graves because people were like dying so quickly, you know, and a lot of these people were probably poor. They probably didn't have a lot of family or their family was dying too. So they were just put in these mass graves and there were like no markings anywhere in this baby cemetery. And except the, the, there was, they found one. There was one little marker and their last name was like Clang or something like that. So in the episode, Zach and Willie try to fix the grave, you know, put this all the stones back together to make it look like a real tombstone and Zach says the baby's last name clang aloud and he's like I hope this helps you know I hope this helps put you at peace to see you know that we care and that we're saying your name in the screaming room Zach said that you know this was sacred ground it was a Native American also a Native American burial site and then they injected that sacred ground with all these dead 
TB patients, like this, you know, sickness and death gets thrown into the ground where, you know, there should, it should be like a sacred Native American burial site. So in the episode, they're going to start the lockdown and Zax goes, spirits of Sanhaven Sanatorium, it's time for us to investigate. And then they split up. Zach and Aaron go into the one building and Billy and Jay go into like the main TB building. So Zach is outside their building and he's taking full spectrum, taking pictures with a full spectrum still camera outside, like shooting into the building to see if they can catch anybody in the windows of the building. In the screaming room, Jay talks about how with our five senses, we are already only experiencing less than 1% of what is really out there. And that's why these tools, such as the full spectrum camera and the, the night vision and the digital recorders are so important because these tools help you to help us to see or hear things that we can't see or experience in, you know, our natural, with our natural senses, because we're so closed off in that way that we can only sense such a limited amount of stimuli, I guess. So by using the full spectrum camera or the ultraviolet or you know, night vision, they can see different spectrums of light. And that's what Jay is saying, where the spiritual energy lives in that spectrum. They probably live, spiritual energy probably lives in multiple spectrums, I would, I would think, and multiple dimensions, because sometimes we see spirits with our own eye and they look like flesh and blood humans. So, I mean, their spiritual energy on multiple multiple planes, multiple wavelengths, what have you. All right, in the episode, Zach switches on to the full spectrum video and he and Aaron start walking through their building. And all of a sudden, like they're on the one level and upstairs, they start hearing footsteps from the other level and they're really loud. They're super loud footsteps. So they think it's like a real person because it's so loud and clear. And Zach is freaking out. He's like, there's a person up there. And he's like, you better leave. And they go up there. And so Aaron does like a sweep of the hole upstairs to see. He's like, at this point, I'm just looking for a person, right? So he's like sweeping all the rooms to see if there's anybody hiding in there or anybody in there. And there's nobody up there. In the screaming room, Jay says that it's like the building's still alive with patients. And you can hear them walking around because it sounds just like people walking all around. It's crazy. So in the episode, Zach is like exploring up this upper level and there's a door that just goes to the outside and Zach almost walks out the door off the edge of the building. He's like three stories up. It was super scary. And Aaron's like, oh my God, dude, you almost walked off the building. You know, cause he's, it's dark. And he's looking through this little tiny, you know, camera screen. So you can't see what's right there. You know, you can't tell that there's a ledge right there. And who would think that there's a doorway to nowhere right there? So it was super scary. And it had to have been super freaky for Zach, especially because he's afraid of heights. And he was like, that something could push us right off the ledge, you know, like, that's got to be so scary. I know I'd be freaked out because I'm afraid of heights. And I would hate to be on the edge of this building in the dark with spirits all around me. So in the screaming room, Zach says to Aaron, I will never forget this part. This is one of the scariest, most terrifying moments I've ever experienced. So in the episode, you can all of a sudden hear, oh my God, it was so freaky. You can all of a sudden hear 
the sound of someone like running up the stairs, like boom, 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 like up the stairs. It was so scary, so scary because it totally sounded like that. And it was really loud. In the screaming room, Zach says they thought someone had broken in, like broken in through the tunnels or something and was running at them. And he's like, I don't know what's going on. I think there's somebody in the building. They broke in and he's like, they're running at me. He's like, I'm not armed. I don't know what to do. You know, in the episode, Aaron starts yelling, hey, who's down there? You know, and they go down by the tunnels. They're trying to figure out who's there, but they don't see anyone And in the screaming room, they talk about how they never caught anyone going in or going out on on any of the X cameras or anything. So it's like nobody was there. So it was not a person. In the episode, Billy and Jay are in their building. And now they're up near that elevator shaft where that kid fell and died. And they're using the paranormal puck too. And Billy's like, hey, I think this is the first time we use the paranormal puck. And they're like, yeah, I think so. Anyway, so they're using the paranormal puck too. And they get the word sneak. And Jay's like, is someone sneaking around? What's sneak for? So in the episode, Billy and Jay start to hear all sorts of little sounds. And they hear a little sound inside the elevator shaft that sounds like someone hitting a beer bottle. Like it goes, tink, like hitting a beer bottle, which is really weird. It's just a weird thing here, right? So Zach and Aaron are in the other building. And Zach wants Aaron to go down into the tunnels by himself. And Aaron is like, dude, no, I am not going in there alone. And he's got that total Aaron face where he's like, his eyes are super wide. And he's like, oh, uh-uh, no way. And in the screaming room, Billy says, this is such a typical Aaron face. <laughs> and it was, it was hilarious. Because Aaron's always like, no, I'm not doing it. No way, dude. And then he always gets stuck doing it anyway. But in the episode, Zach agrees to go with him. And he's actually leading the way at first. In the voiceover in the episode, he goes, Aaron refuses my request to go in alone. So I choose to go in with him. And it was funny. So they're in the tunnel. The ceiling is totally collapsing everywhere. It's super freaky. And then so Zach is like, Aaron, why don't you go ahead? And Aaron is like, dude, if I go in there, you better wait for me. And Zach is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll totally be here. I just want to watch you go down the, this tunnel, right? So that was funny. And Aaron, so Aaron does. He's, he's brave. In the screaming room, Zach compares Aaron to the canary in the coal mine. You know, like sending him in first to make sure there's no danger. You know, everything's safe. And everyone starts laughing at the image of Aaron being the canary in the coal mine. In the episode, Aaron is in the tunnel and all of a sudden he starts feeling super lightheaded and shaky, you know, and then Zach starts yelling, hey, you know, saying all sorts of stuff to the spirits, but shouting them. And in the screaming room, Aaron was like, that made me totally nervous because your yelling is causing vibrations. And I'm thinking the ceiling is going to, you know, crash in on me at any point. You know, it's like concrete tunnel, right? This is yet another episode where they get smashed in the head with concrete at any point. Very frightening. So in the episode, Zach and Aaron then hear like a rock being thrown in the tunnel. But they can't really tell whether it was actually a rock being thrown in the tunnel or if it's just part of the tunnel crumbling before their eyes. So in the screaming room, Zach says, It was an unexplained thrown rock. We can't prove that it was paranormal, but we're just saying that we can't explain it right now. So we're saying it's an 
unexplained throne rack. Not necessarily a ghost through it, but you know, because it could be just part of the ceiling falling down. In the episode, Jay and Billy are near the elevator shaft and they keep hearing that bottle tinking sound. Tink, tink. And then and they're hearing all these little noises all around them. It was like they're teasing them like a sound here, a sound there, a sound over there. And the paranormal says Norman, like the name Norman, and then the word sound. And right after it says the word sound, they get another little tink from the bottle sound which is kind of freaky. So in the screaming room, Zach says like, hey, if we were down in the tunnel, Billy, why didn't you go down that elevator shaft? You know, like we were down in a tunnel. And Billy was like, uh, dude, that thing was like 40 feet down. And everyone's laughing at the idea that Billy should have been lowering himself down an elevator shaft. And Zach is like, no, you totally could have climbed down and they're all laughing because it's really super dangerous and good thing Billy didn't try that. Okay, so in the screaming room, Jay has a theory that maybe the kid who died in the elevator shaft, maybe he was drinking, you know, when he fell and the beer bottle sounds are like remnants from the day and that accident. You know, maybe he fell with the beer bottle and it's like shifting down there. And he's like, maybe, who knows? It's just a theory. In the episode... They start using the SLS camera in the tunnel, but they don't get any figures. So Zach and Aaron go back up into the building and they're you know, like sweeping the whole building using the spirit box and they're not getting any voices coming through. Then they turn on the obelisk and Aaron asks, is there good here? Is there bad here? And the word Jesus comes through the obelisk. Again, the obelisk and Aaron and Jesus just like the last episode. So he gets the name Jesus. And then Aaron catches this like super freaky moaning sound. And they're like, it was, it was it growling? It sounded like a growling after you said the word Jesus, it growled. But to me, it sounded more like a, you know, in young Frankenstein, like a mm, yummy sound. Mm. But it was really, 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 really creepy and scary. And then they got the word burn and then Jesus again on the obelisk. And Zach starts freaking out like he's running back and forth because he he sees a dark figure with his own eyes. And he's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, Aaron, there's a dark figure over there. And Zach is so scared. He drops the camera. And you can sort of catch a little figure in the corner of the camera after he drops it. I didn't really see anything myself, but it's, they say it's there. In the corner of the camera lens. So then Zach starts, because he's like, there's somebody here. You know, I just saw him with my own eyes. He pulls out his digital recorder to do an EVP. And Zach gets this full sentence EVP that says, Don't wait. The light is near the tunnel. Super clear, like class A, A, EVP, this whole sentence, it was super, super, super freaky. In the screaming room, Zach says, if that doesn't give you the absolute chills, I don't know what will. And I'm like, dudes, I totally got the chills. I get it. I'm like, I've got the chills right now. I'm just talking about it. You know, like it was super, super freaky. So in the episode, 
Billy and Jay, you know, and they're in the main building and Billy starts having trouble breathing. And then he makes the connection that, oh my, we're in this TB hospital. I'm having trouble breathing. So maybe I'm starting to experience what a TB patient might be experiencing. And then Jay and Billy start hearing noises and then they catch a woman's voice like, ah, something like that. And not like uh, Nelson on The Simpsons, <laughs> but more, ah, maybe, maybe she's laughing at them or maybe she's just like making a sound. Who knows? In the screaming room, Billy says that it felt like there were spirits all around them and that they were being ambushed, you know, because they were hearing sounds all around them and then they're hearing these voices and it's like he felt like they were being ambushed. In the episode, Billy is like, is this Norman? Who Who is here? And he, because they got the, the name Norman on the paranormal puck, remember? So he's like, is this Norman? And then they hear a voice super clear say hello really clear super clear like talk about chills I got mega chills when that because you could I mean it was crazy disembodied voices are so just I don't I don't even know like you'd be like what did I just hear like that moaning sound and voices hello uh uh-huh you know can you imagine how scary that would be and in the screaming room Zach even says like can you now imagine being able to see that spirit with my own, with your own eyes? The one that just said, hello, so clear. Like imagine seeing that guy standing right in front of you as he's like, hello. And Jay is like, well, that's the goal, isn't it? You know, to actually be able to see these spirits and talk to them, you know, hear them and see them at the same time. Like amazing. Wouldn't that be so cool? Because you never really do see and hear the spirits at the same time. It's like you see a ghost or a spirit or you hear a ghost or your spirit. But you never really see a ghost and they talk to you. Or, you know, they don't say anything to you when you're standing there right in front of them. I wonder why. Maybe because it takes so much energy to manifest that they don't have enough energy then to verbally communicate. And vice versa, you know, like they're using all their energy to make a sound, to make a word that they can't manifest physically. Or that's when they, you know, see an an orb or a mist or something or a shadow, something like that. But that's still very rare. In the episode, Aaron is alone on the first floor. And all of a sudden, a big piece of wood gets thrown at him and he's freaking out. He's like, Zach! get down here. And in the screaming room, Aaron is like, this is super hard to watch because it gives me anxiety. He's like, he's like, this investigation messed me up for a long time because he was so freaked out. In the screaming room, Zach says that Aaron started totally just like losing his mind. Zach was starting to feel, feel weird too. And he like left. And then Aaron is still inside and you can see him on the outside camera looking in like he's up upstairs in the window and you can see Aaron like running back and forth and he's like freaking out he's like tearing stuff up and kicking things and throwing things and you can like see and and hear him from the outside him doing this in the screaming room Aaron is like he was so mad and like frustrated he just started kicking things all over the place in the episode Zach and Aaron are then just like walking away from the building. They're out of there. They got their stuff. 
They're walking away and they hear two really loud bangs, bang, bang inside the building. And they're like, holy crap. And they start to run. They're like, let's get out of here. So in the screaming room, they're just laughing about them just like reacting to those sounds. And Zach was like, we just ran. We ran and ran. And I don't care what anyone says. That was scary. (laughs) And Zach says that this is one place that I don't want to go back to and do a part two. And Aaron is like, hell no. Well, he didn't actually say it like that. But, you know, he was like, hell no, we're not going back there. And they're like, okay, well, I guess that's it for this episode. And it's a wrap. And they wrapped it up. But that was um, like one of my favorite things, you know, these abandoned buildings, these sanatoriums and these old hospitals and things like that. I love these kind of episodes. You know, it's an, even though it touched a little bit on devil worship or whatever, it's not like focused on that. It's more like the human element of these people who suffered and died there and like trying to communicate with them and like getting this amazing evidence, these disembodied voices, these footsteps. Oh my God, those footsteps were crazy, especially the ones like running up the stairs. How scary was that? I mean, oh my God, I'm freaking out just thinking about it again. And the that EVP the don't wait the light is near the tunnel that was pretty freaky and it was so clear as an EVP it was amazing so they had a lot of really great episode and just like a lot of just creepy creepy vibes this being you know a place where a lot of people suffered and died and also being like on this sacred land which is kind of upsetting and nerve-wracking that you know that these things were happening on the sacred land and then, you know, adding some devil worship on top of that. You know, that, that's not good. Nothing good can come from that. So um, that's it for this episode. This was episode 36 of the I Love Ghost Adventures podcast. 36. It was a very good year. It was a very good year for redheaded girls. Ooh. I don't know. I can't, I can't sing the rest of it because I'm making it up. And um, like I'm... I was just saying, like, 36 was a good year. If I could go back in time, I would do 36 again. 36, you know, it's like the perfect age. So those of you not yet there, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Those of you who have probably passed that age, hopefully it was a good year for you too. Hopefully this year is a good year for you, although it's not a good year for anyone. I'm just going to say it right now. I'm pretty sure everyone's having a shit year. So I'm sorry about that. This is a terrible, terrible year. But maybe to make it better, we'll all go out and vote and change things and make things better. Yeah, let's do that. So make sure you go out there, vote, send in your mail-in ballots, vote early, do whatever you got to do, but be heard. And let's turn this shit around because I'm sick of it. And the cases of this pandemic are rising again. I hope you guys can find some happiness somewhere, some ways to relax, get out of the house, but wear your mask, take a walk, wear your mask, you know, take a walk in the woods with your friend, wear your mask, do your social distancing, do all that good stuff to stop the spread of this pandemic, but get some exercise and some fresh air because you're going to go mad. It's been what, seven months, eight months. I don't even know anymore. It's a long time. Okay. So stay safe. Please send me an email at I love ghost adventures podcast at gmail.com. 
That's I Love Ghost Adventures Podcast at gmail.com or follow the show on Twitter at I Love GAC Podcast. That's at I Love GAC Podcast on Twitter. Okay, um, I think that's it. So thank you so much for listening. You guys are great. I hope, you know, you've been with the show since the beginning. The last 36 weeks, apparently, because I've been doing one show a week during this whole pandemic. So hooray. Thank you for listening. Oh, don't forget to like the show, subscribe to the show, do all those amazing things you got to do to make the analytics go up so that people can find this show because it's great, right? You're listening, right? It's a great show. Tell your friends. Tell your friends who love Ghost Adventures. If there's Ghost Adventure forums out there, please share it with those people. You know, do great things to help the show, promote the show, and all this good stuff. I appreciate it. And there's no ads, people. There's no ads. We're just doing this for fun, right? So please help help just make it more popular. That would be great. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Okay, well then that's it then. And I guess I will just talk at you later. Okay, bye-bye.